and welcome to Landon Peace Theatre. Tonight's reading in Landon Peace Theatre will be Landon doing a dramatic reading of Crazy Mom at Walt Disney World. Once again, this is Landon doing a dramatic reading of Crazy Mom at Walt Disney World. You are listening to Landon Peace Theatre and my name is Hosty McHostface. Thank you very much. It pees me off to no end when I see childless couples without at Disney World. Frowny face, 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 frowny face. DW is a family amusement park. Yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap! They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buy their babies treats and toys! They will never experience the exhaustion that is to chase a three-year-old around and get stares at assuming I'm a bad mother! This is some very Shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel, and Aiden wanted one, but the line was very long, so I said later, and it broke his poor little heart that he cried, I wanted to take that f***ing pretzel from that like the bitch you made my son cry. Frowny face, frowny face, frowny face. Frowny face, frowny face, frowny face. DW is for children! People without children need to be banned! Loves without children should be allowed to skip all the lines! For you have no f***ing idea what it is to like to have to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler. And I can't tell him that we can't do something else because it's his vacation too. I f***ing hate childless women with a burning passion. Frowny face, 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 Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom.
Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I have my whole Monorail family here with me today. Let's do a round robin and introduce ourselves, starting with the lady to my right. Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here once again, as she always is. You can always depend on Samantha Monorail. I'm pretty reliable. <laughs> Old reliable, nope. that's what we call uh, it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. And young reliable across from you. I'm not a horse. <laughs> that sounds like a Kentucky Dor- Derby Dorby horse name. Yeah. Young reliable. Young Young Reliable coming up on the outside. Weighing ninety hundred pounds. That's a lot. That is a lot. Well, who are you, Mr. That's a lot? I don't I don't know who I am. He has a brand new identity. I mean, that's yeah. deep. He's got a new haircut and a new identity. Is it, We don't know if he's still chicken nugget or not. You know when you peel off the, the bread off chicken nuggets? Is it still a me. nugget? Like that's peeling me. that skin layer on, on your lip? If one peels the bread off a nugget, is it still a nugget at all? Well, that's me right now. It's just meat. <laughs> it's meat. Chicken meat. I'm Garrett Krutzinger is here. McKenna. Oh, I, I said the wrong name, but McKenna Monorail is here. <laughs> and Samantha Monreal. Uh, it's late. We're all tired. It's been a long day, but yes. we're going to have some fun. Let's have some fun talking about Walt Disney World. Let's Wide all Open. drink Red Bulls and go crazy. No. no. <laughs> That's a bad idea. We don't want cancer. Oh, oof. <laughs> Kidney failure, more like. Yeah, no kidding. Yikes. Um, Yikes. Okay. Yikes. We are not sponsored by Red Bull. No, but if they want to sponsor me specifically, <laughs> that'd be cool. Not happening. The Kenna Monorail is sponsored by Red Bull. That'd be awesome. Every time you say something, you're like, it gives you wings. Or I'd be like, Red Bull. Like, in every single conversation, I'd be like, have you, have you had Red Bull? <laughs> I feel like this is a bad TM. idea. TM. I agree. TM. Well... This is episode number 67 of the Monday Monorail, Monday Morning Monorail, Monday Monorail Monday, 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 Monday. Monorail Monday, episode 67. It is July the 29th, 2019, and just yesterday, the kids and I went over to Typhoon Lagoon, and we'll tell you all about that next week, because we are recording in the past, and we haven't accomplished that achievement yet. Yeah. It was it, it was very exciting to be about to go wait. It was very exciting to go to Typhoon Lagoon. I had a lot of fun in the fruit shoot. <laughs> we rode slides and experienced large waves in wave pool. Lazy River. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did it wrong. You didn't I go. I didn't. Go. I didn't go. <laughs> I'm actually on an airplane oh, yeah. flying for work. That's right. Wow, how'd you get up there? <laughs> Reporting live from an airplane. See, you should wow. be on a monorail. We can't even hear the background noise of the airplane. <gasps> okay. Request a vegan meal. <laughs> the kosher meal? Yeah. Or just don't request a meal. That's a bad idea. You There's something up anyway. with airline food. What's up with airline food? That's a good question. What's the deal? Take it away, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jerry's not joining us today. I don't know if you'd have a lot to say about Walt Disney World, but we certainly have a lot to say. Last week was a big week. It was. Let me tell you why. We because knew I'm amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> and we, we did know that, too. But Disney told us that there were going to be 
pass holder previews coming up for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at the Disney Hollywood Studios. And emails were going to be sent to Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Pass Holders. And once you got the email, you need to click on the link to register for a slot to visit Galaxy's Edge before it opens on August 29th. And the window of visiting time was August 17th to August 21st. And all of a sudden, boop, that's the sound of an email coming in <laughs> my email box. It's more like boop. a boop, shoo. Yeah. Boop, shoo. shoo. That's boop. the sound. And uh, it was, yeah, it was <laughs> 1058 when I got the email. And I didn't see it until I think 1120. Mm-hmm. But when I did, I was like, holy crap, because I knew I was already like way behind. As yep. soon as I saw it, I clicked the link. Um, it took me to a window, a window popped up and told me I was in line. Do not refresh the browser and, or you will lose your place in line. Don't close the window, all that stuff called Samantha immediately. So we could have another person in line. Cause we didn't know exactly how it worked. We thought that you could only register one other guest with you mm-hmm. when you registered for your slot. So I thought I was going to have to register one of you and then mom was going to register the other. So you weren't available when I called you. You were nowhere to be found. I was in a meeting. Whatever. As if that's more important than pass holder previews for Galaxy's Edge. I have a job, too. (laughs) Your job was to get in line and get us into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because... Oh, but wait. I did. Okay. We're getting there. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a spoiler. 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 You should bleep out that part. I will. It'll just sound like you just cussed everybody out. Uh, That'd be hilarious. (laughs) But um, I I ran, of course, Garrett is asleep on his floor in the bedroom at this time. Again, 11 a.m. And I'm like, Garrett. My floor is really comfortable. (laughs) I'm like, Garrett, (laughs) wake up. I need you to get on your laptop and get in line. The Galaxy's Edge preview emails just came out and we need to snatch up a spot. Garrett didn't move. And it was just up to me all alone waiting. About 10 minutes later. Sam calls me because she'd gotten out of her meeting and she's like, okay, I'm getting in line. So she gets in line and she's like, how long have you been waiting? I'm like, I don't know, about 15 minutes. She's like, well, I've got another meeting coming up, so I hope it doesn't take too long. It wasn't even like shortly after she said that somehow she was moved to the front of the line. Um, that's because Disney knows me and they love me. No, it's because she's a single writer. (laughs) Well, I got all the family in. You did. So what you found out though was we didn't only we weren't able to only register one other guest. You were able to register three other guests. Yeah, so I just had to delete Landon, <laughs> the Dawes Doan from my list, and my friend Lori. Sorry guys, um, to make sure that my four people, well, three uh, additional yeah, people, party of four, was the family. Yeah. So Landon, sorry. So sorry, Landon. <laughs> He did jump in line, too, maybe 30 minutes after we did, and it was too late. Yeah. I mean, it may have been a little bit longer, but seriously, after it was like two and a half, three hours, the event was full. And we're talking, that is four days worth of four-hour windows. And it's not just like they're doing like nine to one, and then people come in one to five, and then five to nine. That's not what they're doing. They're actually kind of staggered. Yeah. Um. And so that was one of the things to consider. But the other thing was for the pass holder preview, you actually had to select additional experiences. You could select one additional experience to go along with your window. One of them was Savvy's Workshop. The other was Oga's Cantina. And even by the time, I mean, we're, like I said, it was only like 30, 40 minutes after the emails came out. We couldn't get into Oga's Cantina. No. It was full. 
Yeah. We tried. We failed. And actually, we were going on Monday. We, our slot is on Monday, August 19th. Yeah. And that's because the weekend was full. The weekend was full, yeah. And it's kind of a bummer. I really wanted to go to Olga's Cantina. Olga. 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 Okay. Ogre. <laughs> no ill. I'm an ogre. <laughs> I'm an ogre. <laughs> okay, anyways. So I wanted to go to that cantina. Me too. DJ Rex. It's not happening. I got to get a bloody raincore. It's okay. A yub nub. We'll go. We do live close. Yeah. Well, we have Jawa time. Juice. Moral of the story, we're in. We're we're in. That's all that matters. Yeah. We'll go back for Ogus Cantina. I think probably uh, Frank and Landon were relieved that we didn't get Ogas or Savvies because they wanted to experience something with me the first time. Frank thinks this was like a big conspiracy for me to get all my tears out. And the pass holder preview, and that way when I go with them, I'm not going to be like a, a blubbering You're going to cry forever. Oh, I'll cry repeatedly. Probably every time I walk into Galaxy's Edge and that John Williams score hits. Blech. Yeah. Death. It'll be over every time. Yeah. So, don't yeah. worry. There's plenty of tears to go around. You're underestimating me, me if you think I only cry once. That's the truth. <laughs> so, pass holder previews coming up. Very excited. We're thrilled that we're going to be able to do it. And yeah. And uh, experience the land before it officially opens. Let's move on. Let's Star Wars land. Super excited. Always talk about Star Wars, though. We will. Always talk about Star Wars. Always. Al- Just like always. the Force will be with you. Always. 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 Hey, there were a couple big anniversaries recently. Did you know the Tower of Terror just celebrated its 25th anniversary? Did it do any special? Anything special? There is actually a special uh, thing that they've added to celebrate the 25th anniversary, and it's a new animated magic shot. Oh, cool. When you ride the ride. All you have to do is be wearing your magic band. And you know, typically Tower of Terror, if you've got PhotoPass, and you have to have PhotoPass. If you have PhotoPass, the Tower of Terror, you not only get your picture, you get a video with it. Yes. Now there's going to be like a super zoom thing. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Man, they're getting they're getting into this uh, super zoom thing. Yeah. I'm all for it. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. I yeah. want to see that. So we need to go down there and try it out. Of course, right now the Tower of Terror is crazy busy since they're doing the refurbishment. They're only running one shaft right now, and uh, lines tend to be crazy. See, I thought you were going to say, for the anniversary, they opened up the other shaft. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I mean, typically, we've seen like two-hour waits for Tower of Terror. Yeah, if you don't have bad. a fast pass, it's it's bad right now um another thing going on is the 20th anniversary of rock and roller coaster and they're celebrating with some special merchandise Uh what is it well you can get some pics (gasps) awesome i want them yeah i have i have um so you could pick your imaginary guitar yeah i have a (laughs) sum 41 pick for my imaginary guitar right now (laughs) i'll take those though yeah i'll have them well, I'll show you. There's uh, there's some t-shirts. There's a pin. A pin for there's my car. Oh, that's awesome. Wow, look at that pin. The pin is awesome. I yeah, I really want that pin, actually. Yeah, it's a limited edition pin. It's got uh, a rock and roller coaster looking car upside down on the Mom, track. Do you want to go pick that pin up for me tomorrow? Nope. <laughs> no, the answer is no. No, <laughs> please. <laughs> It's so cool. I collect I love pins. You collect I love pins? (laughs) I do. I collect pins that specifically say I love pins. (laughs) So 
and you jam them into the roof of your car. I do. Which is going to be extremely bad someday when you have an accident and they all fall out and, and like, jab you in the oh, face. And I am blind. Oh, no. Let's yeah. just hope I don't have an accident. I also heard some things are coming to Epcot for pass holders. What did you hear about? So there's a special treat in the sun. Is this sun? Epcot ball? No. (laughs) In the land. The land? Sunshine Seasons? Sunshine Seasons. Okay. There's a special treat you can get. It's a secret one. Yeah. They don't have it out. You have to go ask for it. I heard about that. July 29th through August 28th. So starting today, you're hearing this podcast Mm -hmm. and you're a pass holder. It kind of looks like there's blood on the plate. (laughs) That's blueberry. Yeah, it's blueberry. Well, can I have it? It looks like blood. I don't see chocolate. It looks like blueberries and ice cream and some... It almost looks like a... Cheesecake. Yeah, maybe a cheesecake kind of deconstructed. I don't know. It just says Hmm. it's secret. It doesn't really give us any information about what it is here. Yeah. It's covered in peanuts. um, They also are giving a, I believe, a complimentary dessert at the Coral Reef. Let's see. I'll verify. Ah, you are correct. Get a complimentary sweet treat at Coral Reef Restaurant. What is it? It comes along with an adult entree. Um, also from July 29th to August 28th and it is Prosecco ice cream with berries, whipped cream. Oh, that's what we were looking at up there. Uh, whipped cream, raspberry powder and fresh mint. Wow. That sounds great. And it looked great in the picture. We thought that was the sunshine season's treat. Oh, so the thing with blood on the plate, the thing with the blood on the plate is at coral reef. Mm. And then what's that photo pass opportunity? It's a special photo pass opportunity in Italy. It's in the bridge in Italy. (gasps) Oh, Oh, can I? Nice. Can we? Oh, awesome. May we? May yes. I? Hello, <laughs> Italy. Um, May I? I like this one. Reserve seating for an out of this world concert series. Pass holders can enjoy reserve seating on a first come first serve basis for concerts taking place July 29th through August 18th at America Gardens Theater. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then 10% discount at Fife and Drum and Block and Hans. That's awesome. So, so- yeah. Nice. So a few extra perks this summer for VI pass holders. Now, why do you think they're doing that? Um, they want more pass holders. It's my understanding they've done it before. Okay. All yeah. Right. So it's just something they sometimes do in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Summertime, 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 summertime. Well, that's because summertime is the best time for Disney. Yeah. For most people. Well, it's the time when Florida a lot of people visit. July 29th through the end of August, I guess kids are going back to school and maybe they're trying to tell pass holders, hey, it's okay to come back. The, the kids, kids the kids are leaving the park. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. But by the way, you're not allowed to visit if you're an adult without no. kids. Just so you know. What about Don't me? even think about it. No, I'm, you're past the age, up, McKenna. See, stop taking up the lines and stealing our presents. <laughs> when you get to 18 in September. I'm not 18 yet, so You're no I longer okay? allowed to visit. You better think about. Oh, in gosh. A few, oh, oh, wait. In about 10 years, think about having a kid, and then you can go back. Yeah. Hey, I can still go. Obviously, we're being... 50 years. Obviously, we're being silly here, and I don't really want to talk... I don't want to give credit or attention to the article that we're talking about. All I'm going to say is, adults are totally allowed at Disney. It's a place for all ages, and it's for adults to be kids. The idea is that you can go and be a kid. Yeah, definitely. And the people who don't get it are parents with small children who think, what are all these other adults doing here? It's not for you. Okay, you don't get it. And then adults who look at other adults and like, you're weird for going to Disney without kids. No, you're weird. Take the stick out of your butt and and go to Disney. People it's are the kind just, of people yeah. who 
really don't think it's as popular as it is and think that the lines are going to be short. And then when they get there, they see that the lines are long. Yeah. And they're like, what? I think this is just for right. little kids. It's judgmental people who don't yeah. who stick their noses in other people's business. I think it's both. I think it's judgmental people. And then I also think it's people who just have no idea what it's going to be like to go to Disney. And they get there and they're not they're not ready for it. They're not ready for the heat, the crowds. And then they're just, they just want to blame everybody. So it's like scorched earth. Yeah. The problem is millennials, as always. Uh-huh. But... Who's going to drink all the alcohol? Kids aren't going to drink all that alcohol. Oh, and you know I don't what? Know, they might. <laughs> you know what kids love? Signature dining. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I know I love a big plate of tomatoes and spinach with goat cheese. That's, that sounds good, McKenna. That's, I think spinach and goat cheese sounds really good together. Sounds like uh, if it wasn't goat cheese, I thought you were maybe pitching a caprese salad. Yeah. Yeah. But we throw some goat cheese in it and maybe olive oil. Yeah. On it. Well, pepper. Make it. Okay. Hey, one more thing I want to talk about before we move on today, and that is there are going to be some special additions to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year. What? What? Yeah, what? Christmas, Christmas in July. It is happening. Wait, um, what? You guys better get ready because as soon as, uh, as we get through the, you know, October, well, Halloween's going on now until uh, mid-September. Until... Until <laughs> and then it's Christmas season. No, okay, wait, hold on. Where's the turkey? Where's the turkey? <laughs> Christmas, Christmas can have December and November. Yeah, everything else goes to Halloween. Those are the rules. Why? Well, are those you, are the rules. Everything's kind of overlapping. Why Christmas get any time? We've debated the the time that the seasons and holidays should get on another podcast. Mm-hmm. But for today, we're going to talk about Christmas and. Disney announced that there are going to be some special things at the Very Merry Christmas Party. One is there's going to be a new fireworks show, oh. which is which is very exciting. Thumbs up. Also, there's going to be some new overlays on some of the attractions, a lot of it in Tomorrowland. So I can see that Speedway has one. Yeah, if you take a ride on the Tomorrowland Speedway, it'll be the festive freeway of lights and decorations. Wow. That sounds fun. I want yes, Garrett please. to drive me around that. Yeah, that sounds really good. Why not do something with Tomorrowland Speedway? Two thumbs up. At nearby Space Mountain, the attraction will be filled with new lighting and holiday songs. Oh, fun. Holiday songs. What do they mean? Two thumbs up, too. And Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor will have brand new holiday show. Well, we'll have to do that. Yeah, we will. Yeah. You know, Landon, the Dawes Doan, said that on his most recent trip down, he actually took some time and visited the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. And I'm not going to steal all this thunder, but what I'll say is he was pretty much he put this one in the category of a time waster. Like he didn't want to do it before he ever experienced it himself. I think he might've changed his mind. So if it's you're, good. if you're a person who looks at monsters Inc. laugh for and scoffs and just walks by, maybe you want to just take a second, slow down. Maybe it could be a two thumbs up. It could be. And if you are someone who thinks comedy is funny, then it's perfect. <laughs> people who don't think who comedy these is people? funny. I don't know. Who not. are these people? Jerry. <laughs> He's, back. He's I, back. I don't recommend it to people who don't think it's funny, though. Yeah. If you don't think comedy's funny, don't go. Oh, That's my true. gosh. Um, and then Mad Tea Party will become the Christmas Tea Party with four holiday combinations of lights and music. The new fireworks show is called Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. Minnie. Yeah. They could make the Mad Hatter Tea Party a million different 
things and put layovers. Yeah. Layover, well, it's kind of like alien whatever. swirling saucers. They can do the same. I'm never going to ride it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the point. Yes. No matter what they do to it, you're not going to take a spin no. in the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. I'd rather do swirling saucers. I yeah. think you're less likely to get motion sick on swirling saucers. Hey, one more thing, because I don't think we talked about it on here. Did you see that they announced for the Not-So-Scary Party that the fireworks are going to be new this year, and it's going to be um, Nightmare Before Christmas theme? Jack Skellington what? is going to host the fireworks. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Yeah, and Zero's going to make an appearance. Zero? Like like Tink? Like Tink? I think but so. Zero, like I think tink? it's possible but that it's zero, zero might be flying like from the tink. castle. Like but Tink? Like Tink, but Zero. Like Tink? Yeah. I think so. We need to go to it. I know. We need to go to see that. You know, we purchased these things <laughs> called annual passes. <laughs> See, that's and really interesting. We still keep buying Disney tickets. <laughs> Disney's amazing at getting our money. What can I say? Oh, gosh. Hey, our anniversary's on Halloween. I feel like we need to do a not so scary for our anniversary. We will. Okay. We yeah, will. I love it. spending money. You don't spend money. I like spending your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So, there you go. Another reason for us to go. Gosh. I gotta we gotta start getting stingy, honey. Or make more money. Make more money. Remember those commercials? Do you wanna make more money? Sure, we all do. That I hate that. I don't know. (laughs) I think you're making it up. You don't remember it was like for the um distance learning college? I don't know. I do remember that. Learn to be a paralegal. Anyway. So Merry, 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 merry Christmas. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. To all of you. Happy New Year. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, Christmas, Christmas in July uh, is real. We're going we're gonna to tri- <laughs> take a trip over to M34D, where Landon will be joining us once again, making a triumphant return to the monorail. Stick with us. Welcome back to the monorail. This is the Disney Deep Dive with the Dawes. And joining me once again is your favorite and mine, Landon the Dawes Doan. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Always fun to be coming from the monorail bright and early on a Monday morning. It's been a couple weeks. How you been, buddy? It has been. Uh, you had a uh, business trip, I guess we'll call it, <laughs> down to the parks that, that delayed your visit. And then last week was just kind of nuts, but... Yeah, doing good and glad to have you back. Um, we always miss you on the monorail. You know, Nick gave you a, a few shout outs last week. I think um, he, he was complimenting what you've done with the place. He enjoyed well, the Well, uh, I, I appreciate that. And because he gave me shout outs, that's the only reason I am not dog cussing Nick for stealing my spot <laughs> on the Monday morning monorail. <laughs> Nick, what's it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's always fun whenever you have Nick on. I feel like he's such a fountain of knowledge. Nick, don't get me wrong. You and Sam definitely bring it. But like Nick brings a whole different playbook yeah. of knowledge whenever he's on. Well, and so, so I love hearing those conversations. Yeah, you're right. Nick is a professional. What can you say? Don't try this at home, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> or so, do. I, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, on this segment of the program, we enjoy diving into rides, attractions, shows, whatever it may be in the Magic Kingdom Park. At least we've started with the Magic Kingdom Park. And we are going to do that once again today, but it won't be a ride. It's going to be a parade. We've done one of these before. We did the Main Street Electrical Parade previously. This week, we're going to be talking about something that opened in the 90s, actually replacing the Main Street Electrical Parade, and that is, of course, Spectro Magic. Yeah, and uh, even though I am ride-or-die electric uh, parade, this is an okay parade. It's pretty good. Yeah, But before we get into it, I do want to do real quick a little bit of Disney news. Over the weekend, uh, legendary voice actor Russie Taylor passed away at the age of 75. Uh, She is the voice of Minnie Mouse. I mean, that right there is enough. But in addition to that, she was the voice of... uh, of uh, Martin Prince from The Simpsons. She did uh, Baby Gonzo and The Muppet Baby. She was Pebble Flintstone. Uh, So, I mean, in addition to being just Minnie Mouse, this is a voice that you and I and a lot of our listeners probably grew up on. So, uh, you know, just rest in peace and thank you for the memories, uh, Russie Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. And and thank you for that, Landon. Um, Definitely rest in peace, Russie. And and yeah, um, iconic voice. I don't don't think, like, you can just think Minnie Mouse and you can hear that voice. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's pretty um, unique, and it's like just takes you right back. You can picture it, you can hear it, and it gives you all the feels as soon as you hear that Minnie Mouse voice. So it uh, really does. And uh, I, I thought Disney Park, uh, their blog, did a nice write up of her career and her life. And I love the way that they closed the article. They uh, closed with a quote from her quote: "I never wanted to be famous. The characters I do are famous, and that's fine for me. I just love that. That right yeah. there is the personification of a voice actor. I love it." Yeah, that's what it's all about. The rest in peace, Rossi. Yeah, yeah. Legendary voice. Well, we're going to dedicate the Spectro Magic Parade review to Russie this week, and um, and I think this is a appropriate celebration uh, of Russie. So, yeah, debuting in October 1st, uh, 1991, as I mentioned, the Spectro Magic Parade was brought in to replace the Main Street Electrical Parade. Um, yeah, and, and that was because... In uh, in that at that time in the nineties, uh, Disneyland Paris was opening, and they needed a parade. So they thought, you know, this one's worked well in the Magic Kingdom for years. People love it. Let's send it on over to Disneyland Paris to give it that Magic Kingdom feel. So they shipped uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade overseas, and in doing so, replaced it here um, in Orlando with Spectro Magic. Yeah, which was I, you know, imagine. At the time, if we had had social media the way we have it now, people would have been losing their <laughs> minds. Like, really? You're giving our parade away? You're giving it to the French people? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> you know, that's that's for the Southern Disney Twitter exactly. uh, group, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know if you're going to have to cut that up. No, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like I know it's crazy. People would go, uh, go outlandishly wild with their opinions on social media. But I'll be honest, if I was plugged into, you know, 1990s social media, so like Friendster, I guess, I would have been up in arms over them taking away Magic or uh, – Main Street Electrical Parade because I love that thing. Yeah. Like it's funny doing prep for this. Um, generally, I'll listen to some of the soundtrack. You know, kind of, kind of get the feel of it. No, I just listen to the soundtrack to the Main Street Electrical Parade <laughs> again, which which really does no good for this segment other than I just I just like the soundtrack. Well, it's funny that you bring the Baroque Hoedown up, okay? Because that has a tie-in to the Spectro Magic Parade. 
Um, okay, so originally, when this was being designed, the concept was c- entitled Electro Magic. And um, Don, Don Dorsey, who was the music designer for Main Street Electrical Parade, actually suggested to just use a slower version of the Main Street Electrical Parade's Broke Ho- Hoedown theme. Huh. Yeah. Disney senior management said, nope. I don't know if they thought... <laughs> I don't know if they thought that was like a lazy idea or what, but they exactly. It's like, yeah, we 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 already got this road. Just turn it down half a speed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a long lunch. I'll exactly, see you on the third. exactly done. <laughs> but as you mentioned it, like people love that music. So I guess I guess Don Dorsey wasn't wrong. I mean, what if it ain't broke? If it ain't baroque? <laughs> oh, oh my god, <laughs> that's bad even for you, dude. Well, good night, folks. Here, here are the plugs. <laughs> Oh, so he was asked to work on something else for a while, and they brought in Steve Scorija, um, who took over, and also John Debney, and they and John Debney wrote the parade's theme on this magic night, um, which is pretty classic. I mean, if you nowadays, so. like you even just hear that, and and you can get the theme in your head. Um, John Debney, you would know because he also worked on the soundtrack for Iron Man Two. Um, and oh, which which ACDC song did he write? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure Back in Black. Um, oh, I love that one. <laughs> uh, and the theme to the 90s TV series Sequest, DSV. Okay. As well as the beginning fanfare to Epcot's Illuminations 25 and the soundtrack to Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris. Okay, so, so he might uh, know what he's doing yeah. when it comes to this. He knows Just a maybe. thing or two. Um, Spectro Magic. This is coming from SpectroRadio.us, um, Ears Up Podcast. They've got a blog about this. They say, the music for Spectro Magic is notable for a couple of reasons. The first is that it was written in 6-8 time um, th- that waltzes, which is highly unusual for a parade. Most parades are written in even measures, 2-4 or 4-4 to make it more of a march, right? Yeah, they 1-2, one, 1-2, two, one, two, yeah. one. Yeah, uh, so so this is more six eight. You've got the waltz kind of feel going on, and also Spectro Magic was different because it's fully orchestrated. And and as we know, Main Street Electrical Parade was like all synth and MIDI <laughs> MIDI files. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I mean that's part of the reason it rules. But it's like I'm I, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the, the what what you say the uh eight six time six signature eight. yeah six six eight, eight, six, eight might, well that, that might be why i have a hard time because <laughs> i'm trying to do eight six but it's like a six eight time signature for a march because like you said generally have that one two three four one two or that one two one so yeah. it's it's <sighs> yeah how do you march to and see yeah, i'm trying to figure it out because like in a previous gimmick i was a music major so i'm trying to wrap my mind around it's like no maybe this is why i'm no longer a music major because i can't i can't do that i don't know how you count your steps to that but you know seriously heck i don't know if you're one of the uh one of the 39 drivers of these floats how you keep it in time because it's like it's easier to walk in step as opposed to drive in step exactly <laughs> Um, here's some interesting facts. The oh, you tell me, you tell me if these are fun facts. I know you're the judge. That is right. I'm the judge, Jaren Executioner of fun facts on this podcast. Please proceed. Okay, Spectro Magic employed several different lighting technologies, some of which had never been seen in commercial applications prior to implementation in the parade. The parade employed electroluminescence, Quantex, a U.S. military developed lighting technology from fighter pilot cockpits. Holographic prismatic film, fiber optics, and light spreading thermoplastics. 
That sounds yeah. very technical. Yeah, I'm going to deem that a fun fact. Okay. Anytime you have holographic Air Force technology, we are on yeah. board. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, powered by 948 batteries and connected with over 100 miles of fiber optic cable, it required 118 cast members to put the show on every evening. 600 pucks were originally embedded in Main Street USA and the rest of the parade route so the parade, uni- the parade units would know where they were and stay correctly timed to the music. Oh, I guess that uh, uh, the uh, RFID chips or whatever yeah, are essentially. in those pucks. Yeah, yeah essentially. This is like pucks, what? Yeah, hockey. Busting out. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so here's that long overdue Mighty Ducks tie-in we've all been clamoring for. Exactly. Yeah. At the end of the parade is actually Coach Gordon Bombay, where he leaves everybody in a quack chant. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's why all the uh, parade participants are marching in a flying V as well. You know, I didn't put that together until you said it, so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> the things you learn on the Monday morning monorail. <laughs> So again, uh, parade opened October first, nineteen ninety one. It actually closed for the first time April second, two thousand one. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I get it. I did it backwards. It opened October first, nineteen ninety one, and then it closed May twenty first, nineteen ninety nine. It opened again April second, two thousand one, and ran till June fourth of two thousand ten. So it actually had two separate nine year runs, basically almost ten year runs. Um, yeah. And so it, it lasted quite a while. And then, of course. And I do think it's interesting. The first time it shut down for the Main Street Electrical Parade. Yeah. When it, when, when it got shut down again, what replaces it? Main Street Electrical Parade, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have nothing. So nope, Nothing. No nighttime parade in the Magic Kingdom. And I, that makes me very sad. Like, at least bring back Main Street Electrical until, you, until you figure out what to do. Something. I, or I would, just I would play the soundtrack at night. Is that too much to ask Disney? Yeah, and have people in like lit up jackets walking up and down the street. There we'll, we go. We'll be good. Yeah, uh, you could uh, see if AEW's Chris Jericho is doing anything. He can just walk down Main Street with his light up jacket. Yeah, there you go. Bring yeah, bring Double J back. Let him do a little Ooh, there strut we go. down the yeah. street. <laughs> what other wrestlers have lights on their oh, costumes? Uh, that we th- can there's hire? a new guy. Uh, I think he just came. Is he a neat uh, NXT guy or is he? Uh, um, he's he he comes in and he wears like light up goggles. And he isn't he the one that has like that? He wears like an Iron Man kind of a. Oh, you're thinking of Ali? Yeah, Ali. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mustafa, there we go. Mustafa. So we got three right there. Yeah. yeah so he can <laughs> Mustafa Ali can participate. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Uh, we can now confirm Disney is buying the WWE. <laughs> I'm sure it's not off the table. I'm sure. <laughs> like, like I th- that has to be a well, like three percent chance that's going to eventually happen. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, please continue. Okay. Uh, all right, so the story of the parade. The parade's about Mickey Mouse, along with the Spectro Magic Spectro Men, who together create the power of Spectro Magic. The first part of the parade with Mickey Mouse and the Spectro Magic Spectro Men, then they per- the, they parade you through five different themes. Number one, the worlds of music from Silly Symphonies. Number two, the wonder of Sleeping Beauty's Garden. Three, the fantasy of the Little Mermaid's Ocean. Four, uh, the imagination of Fantasia. And then lastly, the world of dreams in a grand Disney cavalcade. And there are amazing floats, a million lights and 45 plus Disney characters that participate in this thing. That is so cool. And and I don't know if you found this in doing uh, the research for this segment. Apparently when this 
parade first started, it did go like in a hard order and it was the order you just read off. But eventually in the run of the parade, they would sometimes change up hmm. the order of the floats and I guess in theory, change up how the show goes. I don't know if you found that, but but I think I think that gives you kind of like an added value. Well, you've seen it once, yeah. but have you seen it the way it's going to be tonight? Right. Aspect. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that does. It gives you that variability, kind of uh, keeping it fresh for you if you've seen it before. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. And I guess they can do that because of the pucks and the kind of RFID yeah, be, technology. Yeah, because of the chip technology. Whenever a chip pa- passes over a certain point, it'll fire a you know musical yeah. section, and the lights will correspond in theory. Yeah, but Mickey's always leading the way. Yes, mm-hmm, because I mean, let's let, let's be honest. This is the house of the mouse. Yeah, you stick with the gimmick. He's leading as they the club and wearing an amazing giant light up cape oh my god like the costumes from this parade are fantastic (laughs) it's like we're gonna get to why we don't have these floats anymore in a second but it's like i really hope that they took care of the costumes for the characters because i mean particularly that mickey costume the cape of lights that thing looks awesome like i would have thought that that would be like downloadable content from kingdom hearts 3 or something it looks so cool yeah why not? by the way square enix if you're listening What's up? We got Kingdom Hearts DLC coming later this year. That's true. Add it. I mean, that could be a powerful item. Ooh, I'd be down for that. It's almost like a Doctor Strange cape, but better because it lights up. <laughs> and oh, I was going to say, and because it's Disney, but technically both are Disney capes. That's right. Doctor Strange could be in the next Spectro Magic. In fact, he could help Mickey lead the next Spectro Magic Parade. That might be how we bring it back. He uses his time stone, yeah. and boom, there we go. He's going to undo all of the uh, years of wear and tear that the floats suffered, and boom, we're back, baby. That's right. Um, Landon, did you, did you have a favorite section of the parade when you watched it? My favorite section would have to be the imagination of Fantasia, if only for the Chernabog float, because when it decided to display its wingspan, I think I read online, 35 feet across, and that thing looked so metal. Now, maybe not as metal as the dragon we currently have that breathes fire and has like a 2% chance of setting itself on fire. Not that metal, but still pretty metal when when you have a 35-foot wingspan Chernabog spreading all of his grandeur for everybody to breathe in. And I thought it was funny there were parts of the uh, parade route that were too narrow, so Chernabog had to go into hiding. Yeah. And the video I watched said, some people would think that the float wasn't working. No, it was working. It just, you know, had to squeeze through. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I mean, I love I love that section just for the Chernabog. But at the same time, it's like I'm trying to remember what section the carousel was in this per- in, the, in the parade because, like, oh, just the seeing the lights yeah. go go back and forth and give you the look of, holy crap, this does look like an actual working carousel. Like, mm-hmm. that looks just amazing. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, the finale's great. I think you're right. I mean, I would go – I'd probably go Fantasia um, as my favorite section. But it's hard – you know, the, they start strong. With the Spectro Men and then Mickey coming in with the light cape. I, th- I think that's so cool. And and especially when you get the, the trumpets just kind of, yeah. you know, the, the trumpets blowing in in the intro. I mean, it, it, it immediately 
takes you there. You're there. You're on board. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like you said, as soon as you hear those trumpets, you are on board with the fanfare. Mm-hmm. Let's roll for 20 minutes. Yeah, so you're on, and, and the lights, it's amazing. Um, and Real course, quick, I also want to give good. a shout-out to the Little Mermaid section, if yeah. only for the Ursula float. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, cool. I know over in Hollywood Kingdom uh, <laughs> at the show, they have a pretty impressive dadgum Ursula yeah. Puppet, puppet type thing, thing yeah. but like man, just seeing seeing the Ursula go by with all the lights on her legs, like like that is so cool. So it is, cool. yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. I agree with that. So all good. Now, Landon, you you mentioned earlier there's a reason why we don't have this anymore. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, because while it uh, while uh, these floats were in storage and we were kicking around the idea yeah we're gonna bring it back apparently um it wasn't kept in the best situation Mm -hmm. so some of the floats themselves started to decay because Mm -hmm. uh florida has some heat and some humidity and that's and and that stuff will hang if if you know it's not properly ventilated and that can get into you know fabric and wires and all sorts of stuff so um nature started to reclaim the uh, spectro magic floats mm-hmm. because uh well let's just call it what it is some uh, lazy upkeep by some individuals yeah, lazy upkeep i mean yeah i i don't know you'd think they've been around in Central Florida for quite a while now. It, it almost <laughs> yeah. This isn't new. <laughs> it almost feels like this was like I don't want to say on purpose, like let it, letting it like rot. But at the same are we time, starting a Disney conspiracy right here? Oh, well, this is fantastic. I'm just saying, fans wanted to come back, and you're like, look, we can't do it. We're not the Michael Eisner gave the call from on high. His 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 uh, office was actually in the Tower of Terror uh, mm-hmm. because you know he's some. Uh, megalomaniacal villain right and, and when he made the phone call there was a bolt of lightning and he said ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like oh also I, this is michael eisner yeah i'm, I'm picturing yeah. <laughs> picturing a, like a doofensmertz kind of situation <laughs> exactly i love the fact that we're starting conspiracies listeners please send us your disney conspiracies to at mo- uh, what monday monorail monday morning monorail at gmail Okay, at Gmail. I was going for the there. Twitter handle, but well, uh, conspiracy but, theories tend to be like wordy, so we need them at the Gmail. No, even better, they'll send you like seven tweets <laughs> to get it all through, so that'll up your uh, your listener engagement. I'm trying to help you out here, dude. Yeah. Also, be sure to tell us why you know for a fact that whenever a hurricane's coming, they take apart Cinderella's <laughs> castle because it's made from Legos. <laughs> I like that theory. That's one of my. I, that's not I had true. an I had an Uber driver. Hand to God, he was convinced, and he worked for Disney for over a decade that that was true. And he quote saw it one time. What? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he's remembering when they took down the birthday cake castle. I, <laughs> <laughs> nope, he saw it. He saw it. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. It's definitely something. I'll give you that. But yeah, so again. You know, I I think I do love Spectro Magic. It I have a place in my heart for it. I like you. Uh, I think I prefer Main Street Electrical Parade just because that's the OG and it's got the connection to the Electrical Water Pageant, and I really like all of that. And it has a killer soundtrack. It has a too. great soundtrack. It's in four four, so you can march to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
you know, Spectro Magic was great. And now I just feel like I just want anything. I want a nighttime parade in the Magic Kingdom. It doesn't feel right without one. So It does kind of feel like there's an empty spot in your evening schedule, mm-hmm. for the lack of a better term, when it comes to the Magic Kingdom. Because, I mean, it's like, don't get me wrong, it's like everybody loves fireworks. But at the same time, like, the parade was the primer. Yeah for the fireworks to get you in that mindset. It's like, okay, I know you've been standing in line for three hours at Space Mountain all day. I know you got yelled at by your by your four-year-old kid because churro is gone. So I know that, that you couldn't find the Mickey ice cream, but everything's going to be cool. Just hang out yeah. 20 minutes. We got a parade, and then we're going to blow stuff up in the sky, and everything is going to be all right. Finish the night off the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, it was a nice cue for parents um, it, like because the parade typically um, young kids might not be able to stay like super late. And so you, you, you know, they'll all gather on main street. They watch the parade and then a, a big chunk of people would leave the park after immediately the after it was over. Yeah. Yep. It's like, like y'all, y- y'all know it's not done yet. Right. Yeah. They don't know that now. Nobody <laughs> knows when to leave. <laughs> which is why if you try to leave at the end of the night at magic kingdom it takes you seven hours to get on that stupid boat oh yeah or the tram to get to the oh my gosh like once you get off the monorail you have to sit. i wasn't going to besmirch the monorail because no, once again we're staying well, on on gimmick but yeah wolf leaving at the end of the night that is rough it is if yeah if you stay all the way until they kick you out yeah good mm-hmm. luck good yeah, luck yeah have fun but uh man yeah well I do miss it. I wish we had something. Um, we'll have to... Maybe we can come up with ideas for what the next parade should be. And Disney, we know they listen to this podcast, and they'll Ooh, shamelessly like rip them off, and then we'll... Okay, um, off the top of my head, naked landing in the nighttime explosion. <laughs> just just me in a beige nude bodysuit, because, you know, I'm not going to be naked. It's for the kids, you know. But it's just me with sparklers, um, some strobe lights, and um, somebody following me around playing one of those sousaphones from Tenacious D. This sounds amazing, and um, I think if Disney does pull it off, my question is, are you going to actually be in the parade every night, or will there, will, will there be a Landon lookalike that takes your place? <sighs> You know what? For special occasions, I will come down to lead my parade, but I'm going to insist that we have a character Landon in one of those weird Bo Peep looking horror faces <laughs> that we have going on at Matt or, uh, at Hollywood Studio. Yeah. So not only will people be afraid that there's a scary looking man running at them, but <laughs> not only is he'll be a naked scary man with fireworks running at them. I mean, it prints money, Disney. Come on. <sighs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, yay, I broke the monorail. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm done for the day. Might as well do your plugs. Okay, before that, I do want to point out, this was one of the last times we got to see Roger Rabbit on a regular basis in Magic Kingdom because in the original run of Spectro Magic, it did feature Roger Rabbit, yeah. and I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But anyway, <laughs> since I have completely derailed us, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me on Twitter, 280 characters at a time. I also on a website, buttmunchchips.com, but much chips sit on your butt and munch
Ooh, I like that. Uh, that is where you can find podcasts such as Nearfall Radio. You can find the R&D Project. You can find Game of Thrones Talk, a.k.a. Got Talk. Or better yet, just do a search for all of that in the iTunes store because you can find it there. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Remember, five stars or GTFO. Oh, and I'm also on the Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, streaming at, uh, at Newstalk987.com and in the iHeartRadio app, also available in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Wow, you got that locked up. I, oh, and I, also, I'm the self-proclaimed bad boy of Disney Twitter. That's so. right. <laughs> I have a question. Are you going to participate in the lightsaber duel that I have challenged Frank to on August 29th? Is this going to be like a one-on-one-on-one lightsaber duel? Uh, this is the first I'm hearing about it, but yes, it is going to be a one-on-one-on-one-on-one lightsaber battle. Yeah. So so are you going to be buying us our $200 screen-accurate <laughs> oh, lightsabers? These, these will not come from Savvy's Workshop. Uh, you have to bring your own. <laughs> I, I did tell Frank he better bring his own favorite laser sword to this battle. So um, uh, I'm having to fly into Orlando, and I'm pretty sure that uh, McGee Tyson Airport out of Knoxville, Tennessee, lovely, by the way, uh, might have problems with me packing a light sword into my You get the kind that are, luggage. you know, collapsible, go right into the hilt, and those will pack neatly into a suitcase, and, you know, whatever color you choose. What's your go-to lightsaber color, Landon? Orange. Orange, okay. I, I'm going to guess, uh, I would say Frank probably likes blue. If I had to guess, and and you of course are red because because oh, well, use the bad guy. Well, I that's what I was going to say. I'll have to go red um, because I'm I'm going to take down Obi Wan. Frank well, is our plus, Frank and, is and plus ever since ever since you moved to Florida, you have been embracing this heel life, you know, for life. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. No, no, no. I'm just going to show up in my brown coat and be like, y'all look stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do it. And maybe Nathan Fillion will show up and you guys can be bros. Oh, my God. Like, that's that's what I want to happen. I want to fly in the Millennium Falcon with Captain Mal. Like, like if if, if, if he's there, like you and Frank, I love y'all. Y'all can go to hell. We need to we're going to need to fill out our crew. So, uh, yeah, Mal's welcome to join on Smuggler's Run if he'd like. And, and you know what? I'm going to speak for all three of us. He can be the captain because he is in my heart. <laughs> I love you, Captain Tie Pants. <laughs> all right. We're going to wrap it up, Landon. Thanks so much for joining us once again, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. I'll see you then, buddy. Welcome back to the monorail. Hope you enjoyed M34D today. A little bit different. We were talking about the Spectro Magic Parade. Uh, the what? Yeah. The, the what? The Spectro Magic Parade. I don't think I know what that is either. Yeah. It was a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. Is it the one where you left us? No, it's not. No, that, no, that was, was, that the, was electric. the electrical, Main Street oh. Electrical Parade. Spectro Magic came in in the 90s. Ah. Uh, and, and it left just as quickly as it came. This is pretty cool, though. Had a good soundtrack. It sounds, like from the name, it sounds cool. Yeah, it has a good name, for sure. So, in segment three today, we wanted to talk a little bit about something that we got to experience last, well, two weeks ago now, which was something I had been wanting to do for a very long time, and we just, it, it hadn't made it onto the agenda, but my parents, mom and dad, Monorail, came into town. We wanted to take them out to a nice dinner, and we decided... 
the boathouse at Disney Springs would be a good option. Yeah. So we put that on the calendar. We made our reservations, and I anxiously waited. I put on my captain's hat and sang she she shanties. I can't say she, she, I can't say anything. Sing shanties. I did. Well, because you can only say it if you're a pirate. I guess so. Well, and we could actually bring up what we did before. I was I was actually going to. So we wanted mom and dad monorail to get some Disney experience while they were in town. So we were trying to think of a good way to do it, and we decided it might be fun to take them over to visit the monorail resorts. And let them at least kind of, you know, we, we weren't going to do parks. Park, We thought parks might be a little much for them on this. It was a short trip, and they were both, you know, having some back and leg problems, different things. We didn't want to overdo it. Yeah. So we decided to go on over to the resorts. We actually went over and parked at the Polynesian. And we got to meet up with a couple of friends along the way. We did. Yeah. It happened to be... Rhonda's birthday, Rhonda's 40th birthday trip. So Jeremy and Rhonda from Main Street Magic. And were, their daughters. And their birthday. daughters. Because, yeah, that's right. That's right. There were two birthdays. It was a double birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. And so they were staying at the Poly to celebrate. And we got to meet up with them. We, we headed over to the Tambu Lounge. So we got to spend a little time hanging out with them. And that was really fun. Yeah, we had a really good time. We kind of had fun with the um, their oldest daughter and hanging out with her. Yeah, she's super sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a really good time. So super exciting. We got to meet them. If go check them out if you haven't done so already. Main Street Magic. You can find them on all of the podcast outlets, and they do a really fun show. And their review of the Polynesian is up now. If you want to check that out, they did a split stay. They stayed at the Poly and then they stayed at the Boardwalk Inn as well. So. Um, go check them out. Both very good, very thorough reviews, and it's done nothing but increase my excitement about someday staying at the Polynesian. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I want to do that too. Oh, yeah. And, and while we were there at the Tambu Lounge, I ordered a back scratcher, <laughs> and I have back scratcher right here in the room with me. Right behind me. Yeah, you do. It was a souvenir that it's I've been... It's from the Oriental Trading Company. <laughs> I can see it. A much sought after collectible from the Walt Disney World Resort. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You guys just have to imagine the, the back scratcher is sitting behind him. It is directly over my shoulder. But um, so that was cool. And, you know, we all we had a round of drinks. We got to hang out. We also ended up meeting Adam from the Mouse and More podcast. He we was did. there, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. So uh, that was that was pretty neat. So we we knocked out a couple of fun interactions and connections with people that we've only heard the voices. Of course, you've met Jeremy and Jeremy and Rhonda before, but yes. but none of us have had the pleasure and now we have. So, um, after that we hopped on the monorail and we just did a loop. We yep. just took a little monorail ride, which I think mom and dad really enjoyed. I think your parents liked it. Yeah. 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 The mon- who, Hey, come on. It's, it's the monorail. Who doesn't love the monorail? Yeah. I'm sure there's someone who doesn't. Yeah. They're but probably their opinion out there. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're probably right. I'm sure those people are out there. but um, And who doesn't love monorail juice? <laughs> monorail juice. Shout out. Hopefully they're not leaking monorail juice anymore. Oh, my gosh. So we did that. We got back to the poly. Um, I pulled the car around, and then we zipped right on over to Disney Springs for our boathouse reservation. And one of the things we did do, um, we to, in order to help us get around a little easier and make sure that we didn't have any 
issues on our way to the boathouses. We rented a wheelchair for my mom. And I just want to tell you all. So if you park in the orange garage, the wheelchair rental is like right there. Like yeah. it's like you, you leave the orange garage. You've got that AMC theater on your left. If you take a right, like behind the world of Coke, it is right there. Where the close to where the buses yeah, are. Yeah, close to where the buses are. Don't don't go walking all the way to like the guest services in the middle of Disney Springs because you have made a poor choice, my friends, if you've done that. Yeah. And I did that. Yeah. And I was did. sent right back to the garage. <laughs> so anyway, it's twelve dollars. Um, to rent a wheelchair. They do take a $100 deposit, which is refunded when you bring back the wheelchair, but it's $12 for a day just to get a wheelchair. So we did get the wheelchair. And I want to first say the boathouse was extremely accommodating to the wheelchair. Oh, definitely. They were great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they did a great job of finding a good table for us that we could just wheel it right up to. They helped us kind of move through the restaurant. It was all very, very smooth. And just from the moment we arrived, it was a pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. They took really good care of us. They were awesome. They were really nice. They all were really nice. Um, But, you know, that's all well and good. But if the food is no good, we wouldn't be going back. So let's talk about the food. Um, And and also just kind of the atmosphere as well. What did you all think about the decor, the ambiance of the boathouse we were in like a back area mm-hmm. at the back of the of the boathouse where it's more dim yeah but you can also see uh, the rainforest cafe volcano yeah from there and it explodes we saw the rainforest it, it cafe goes, volcano go off multiple times yeah it was and pretty cool i could see it from where i was sitting just it would just go off and i would see it out the window yeah it's intense there's mm-hmm. a lot of fire that comes off of that thing. Yeah. It made me feel fancy. Yeah. It was nice. It was clean. Mm-hmm. The waiters looked like waiters. And you could also, you could see the water. <laughs> like waiters. <laughs> you could see the water outside, which also adds to the experience. What I yeah. mean by the waiters look like waiters is sometimes you go into a restaurant and they don't have like a uniform and there's nothing wrong with that because i'm not a uniform person but it's like it's hard to tell sometimes who's a waiter and who's walking around mm-hmm. because they have to go to the bathroom so like it was nice it was fancy it made me feel fancy in my big black shoes yeah yeah definitely and they are they're dressed like they are the crew of a ship yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is pretty cool um, I really like all the model boats that they have. Yeah, those are cool. All over the restaurant. There's some really, I mean, very intricate, very fancy looking model boats that are kind of all over, kind of around the border of, of the the top of the wall. That's pretty neat. They've got what look to be like yachting trophies and fishing trophies everywhere. Well, you know clar- how many oh. yachting trophies I have? How many? A lot. Okay. <laughs> to clarify, we were in the trophy room. Okay. We, that's the area we were in. There were different set areas. There's the raw bar area, and then there was this middle portion where it's not as fancy. It's more kid-friendly, but it still is nice. Mm-hmm. And then there's the trophy room where we were at, where the lights were dimmer. Oh. There's a lot of shiny trophies and some pretty boats, and like it was nicer. That's very perceptive of you. I didn't yeah. realize we were in... I mean, it makes sense because there were trophies everywhere. I noticed the, yeah. the sign of the, the name for it, but I forgot the name. Okay. Trophy room. The trophy room. <laughs> that's literally what it was called. Yeah. That's pretty cool. There is a boat that you can sit in that's in kind of the main room of the restaurant. Yeah. It looks like that'd be a cool friendly. place to sit. Yeah. I think it's for parties maybe, though. 
Maybe. Um, because there were balloons. Yeah. It's possible. Maybe you can request it. Like, call them and request the boat. Yeah. But. I don't know. I, re- I really liked it. I mean, I I agree with McKenna that it felt fancy there. So. Yeah. Which means that because I was feeling fancy, I needed my dirty martini. Yes. <laughs> With blue cheese olives, please. <laughs> it was so good, too. Good, yeah. What did I get? I got something called the shipwreck, right? Yeah, it, mm-hmm. you got a pink drink. It was pink. Didn't My I, traditional pink drink. Didn't I get a burger? You did. We're yeah, talk- but what'd you get to drink? What did you drink? Did you- a, a burger. That thing, was, <laughs> that thing was really juicy. <laughs> <laughs> It got all over my hands. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think I think I just had a Coke. To yeah, I, I, they did have some mocktails, but I was I thought maybe you got one, but I guess not. Oh, I just got a sweet tea, classic. Yeah, a classic sweet tea. I can't remember what the mom and dad ordered. Oh, I remember dad ordered a Coors Light. Yeah, and Nani got a Singapore Sling that That's they right. didn't have on the menu, but they made it for her. That's right. So my mom's favorite drink is a Singapore Sling. No one ever knows how to make it. And then they say, what's in it? And the only thing she knows is grenadine. That's, <laughs> that's all because she, wants, she in it. wants grenadine. Yeah. And so she asked them to make it with extra grenadine. They, and if they could make it, she asked for it with extra grenadine. When they brought it, she asked for more grenadine. Yes. <laughs> Someone give that lady a glass of grenadine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think she enjoyed it. How does she, like, she, she always wants to sing her poor sling. And they get really confused sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one knows what it is. No. Unless they've been bartending for 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Or 40. (laughs) (laughs) But but they did. They made it, and it turned out well. I enjoyed my shipwreck. It comes in a fancy hurricane glass that I was hoping I got to keep, but they told me it was not a keeper. (laughs) They said we think... Yeah, they said we think there are glasses for sale in the... the, um, Oh, no. What's it called? souvenir shop. Souvenir shop. Thank you. I, you know, if I hadn't asked, maybe it would have been a souvenir glass, but I asked. We could have yeah. stuck it in a bag and just walked out. <laughs> yeah. I don't encourage that. That's no. casual stealing. <laughs> it's casual. Yeah, we don't encourage it. Um, okay. In terms of food. So we ordered for um, an appetizer. You got a couple oysters. I You did. probably don't remember what they were. I don't, you but can they order were them. good. Yeah, you can order them individually. You don't have to order a half dozen yeah. or a dozen. You can actually individually order, and they have a list of oysters. That's so long, and they're, yeah. they're all very good. They really are. You didn't try them all. I've had, well, I've had... <laughs> Some of the other ones from whenever Garrett and I went before. Yeah. So every and oyster we, you've had is good. Yes. Every prefer, oyster so far is good. I prefer oyster crackers. <laughs> I'm with oh Garrett. Gosh. That's because you are a couple of crackers. Hey, we we you gotta bleep that. We also got calamari. Yeah, we did. Calamari. It was so good. Calamari. It was, um, I was actually going to look it up because it was a special calamari. It's, it's hoisin chili calamari with bell peppers, jalapeno, and serrano chili. It was very good. So good. It was very spicy. It was, it was delicious. Spicy. If you, it was, it was tasty. If you like calamari, this is really tasty, but I will say spice warning. If you're sensitive to spice, this was spicy. And I think it was a I, little too much for Garrett. Yeah. I remember having it. I must have suppressed it. Well, you only ate a couple pieces of it, and it's because, like, typically, Garrett loves calamari. Sometimes he'll order a calamari appetizer as his entree, Mm -hmm. and this, he only ate a couple pieces, not because it wasn't good, but 
It was it, for real. It was spicy. I loved it. I liked that, it a lot. And that was a recommendation like from Jeremy and Rhonda yes. that we ordered that. So good recommendation. Uh huh. It was great. Yeah. Um, so those were our starters. And then we, Garrett already mentioned that he got the burger as his entree and he said it was a really good, there's the, did you get the cheeseburger Garrett? I can't remember. Yeah. It was, it was like a normal cheeseburger, but it had its own boathouse spin. It was like, it was really big. It was a huge one and it tasted really good and it was super messy. It was very juicy. It got on my hands. (laughs) It was juicy, but yeah, Garrett loved it. I mean, uh, classic cheeseburger, $18, but would you say this is one of your best burgers you've had at Disney? Yeah. Yeah, so that's high praise because even the deluxe burger couldn't measure up to uh, the Boathouse burger. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to save yours for last because this is kind of like building on to the <laughs> epic adventure that you've had for a very long time at Walt Disney World. McKenna, what did you order? So, I got the seared ahi tuna. Ah. So, I didn't get to eat it, and it's still sitting in the fridge, and I'm probably not going to eat it because I don't eat leftovers, but what little I had of it was pretty good. I ended up getting sick halfway through because of the caffeine. Yeah. Drinking too much caffeine. Red Bull. Red Bull. Wait, um, that's going to hurt your sponsorship chances. Oh, dang it. I love Red Bull. Red Bull is good for you. Red Bull had wink, no... Wink, wink. Red okay. Bull had no p- p- part in that. No, it was just me overdoing it because I don't sleep much and I wanted to hang out with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, probably not getting sleep because of that Red Bull. I love Red Bull. Um, But it was pretty good. It was peppery. Mm-hmm. If you like pepper, it's very peppery because of the outside brine. Yeah. But it's really good. The rub. Yeah. That's the rub. Well, yeah, your coriander seared ahi tuna yes. is what you got. $33. Blistered shishito peppers, soy lime vinaigrette, wasabi mayo, and sriracha. It was good. It was spicy. Yeah. Sounds spicy. Mm-hmm. It's peppery. Especially the way spicy. I say shiracha. Shiracha. Wasabi. So, <laughs> wasabi. Wasabi. And- it's so sad that you didn't get to eat that. You didn't, you didn't really eat any of it? No, I got like a few bites of it, and then I ended up just getting sick. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There goes $33 down the really drain. good. Hey, it's <laughs> fine, because I wanted to get ahi tuna. And if it's still night. in the refrigerator, please yeah, throw it away. It. Yeah, it, no, no, it's too... Ugh. Let's not let's not risk it. Um, I had the Boathouse Barbecue Shrimp and Grits, which is something that Sam had said she really wanted to try, and we were going to be sharing meals. So mm-hmm. I like shrimp and grits, too. We've had some really good shrimp and grits in our day. Yeah, there's and one place that I can't find anyone to beat. Yeah, Sunny Point Cafe. Sunny Point Cafe. Asheville, North Asheville, Carolina. Asheville, North Carolina. It's the most amazing. The best amazing. shrimp and grits we've ever had. Wow. Um, Boathouse Barbecue Shrimp and Grits, $29.00. Smoked jalapeno pimento cheese grit cake, and it really is a cake. Like, you have to kind of cut the grits. It comes out in a solid block. Smoky barbecue sauce and Carolina slaw. It was very good. It was very good. The shrimp were tasty. They had the barbecue sauce on there. Yeah. And you're not a big fan of shrimp. Mm-mm. But you thought it was tasty. I thought it was tasty, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Now, on to your entree. We decided, and this was another rep- recommendation from our friends over at Main Street Magic. Yes. To try the lobster roll, but not get it the way it is. So you can get a New England lobster roll, twenty nine fifty, 
fresh whole main lobster, toasted split top bun served with fresh cut, cut fries. But this would be served cold with mayonnaise. Yes. Right? That's the way that you get a lobster roll typically. It's not on the menu, but you can order it hot with butter. Yes. And that's what we did. And it was so good. It was amazing. I mean, okay. So everyone, if you listen to the earlier podcast, you know how much I wanted to go to Columbia Harbor House and have their lobster roll just because I really like lobster rolls a lot. And that whole fiasco, um, that's not a lobster roll. What I had at the boathouse is a lobster roll, and it was amazing. I think it's probably ruined you for lobster rolls. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. There's one in D.C. that I used to get. It's very good. So, But this was huge chunks of lobster. It's very huge. I mean, delicious melt-in-your-mouth, <sighs> fresh Maine lobster with the melted butter on there, and that so roll good. was good. It was so good. It was delicious. I would eat it again. Yeah. I would eat it right now. <laughs> Actually, I do want one right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mom, Samantha Monorail will be gone as she drives to the boathouse for the rest of this episode. Um, yeah, it was very delicious. So, all in all, we loved everything we had. I think we'd love to go back. Yes. Yeah. But now the question is, is it better than Morimoto Asia? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Garrett? Uh, Garrett would say yes. Uh, no. It's okay to say no, yes. No, I didn't say yes, but I didn't say no. Okay. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, me and mom, speaking of Morimoto, me and mom went to the street food vendor. Oh, yeah. You did. You went the next day. Yeah. Well, let's finish our review, and then we can yeah, talk about that. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Um. I don't know. I... I think they're different experiences. I think Morimoto... So Morimoto feels... No, uh, hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Morimoto feels upscale, but still like casual, like the environment. Yes. It's modern. It's modern. The boathouse feels like a fancy dinner. Yes. Like I felt like I was underdressed and I was wearing like a polo shirt and shorts. And I felt like I needed to be wearing like... It would have been nice if I was in like a button up and slacks. I mean, people are in there. It's it's a theme park restaurant, so people. There's no. It's not like a dress code where people are going to be turned away for t-shirts and shorts. It just feels like a fancier environment. It does. Um, I think if you're in the mood for seafood, obviously you go boathouse, but you can get good seafood at Morimoto as well. So that makes it tough. But I, yeah, I don't know. I think I probably put Morimoto above it too. I would put Boathouse above it because I just got normal sushi that I get everywhere else. Right. At, at you, Morimoto. I need to go back to yeah. Morimoto. Garrett, you yeah. need to get duck ramen. But what I got or the at ribs. Boathouse, I ribs. preferred over what I got at Morimoto. So I would put Boathouse over Morimoto. For now, Boathouse. Is Boathouse your number one Disney Springs restaurant? Uh, yeah, Disney Springs. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. For us, I think it's still Morimoto. I, Boathouse is right up there. It's got to be number two for me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Haleo was great, but oh, I, I could my see... my number two. Oh, okay. I could see wanting to go back to Haleo less frequently than Boathouse, personally. Not me. I want that gazpacho so bad. I think I have dreams about that gazpacho. <laughs> okay. And whatever air salt is, can I figure that one salt out? Salt air. Salt air. I just want I want salt air to like be in my face all the time. <laughs> it's so good. Go stand by the sea. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But all great. 
I really think I'm having a hard time. Like the, it's amazing how great all the restaurants truly are in Disney Springs. Yeah. They're all so diverse, so it's hard to p- put them up against each other. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed Boathouse Haleo and Morimoto, and we I'm going to love Morimoto more when I meet him. <laughs> we still we still need to try Art Smith's Homecoming. Yes. Now, you have gone to Wine Bar, Wine Bar George. And I love it. Is that it. number four, though, out of these three, four that we're talking about? Gosh, I don't think so. I mean, it's hard to say. I really liked going there, too. Their food was fantastic. Enzo's Hideaways at the bottom. Well, so I did it wrong. I know, but it's still, I think, at the bottom. For but you. they have the best drink in uh, Disney Springs. <laughs> Hard Rock no. is at the bottom. Hard Rock doesn't exist. Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood's at the bottom. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. You're right. That's a clear Wait, at the bottom for us. Hard Rock's at Universal. Right? Yeah, City West. I haven't gone to Hard Rock Cafe, so my bad. <laughs> but that's true. Thank you for pointing out Planet Hollywood at the bottom. Chicken Guy. Do you... Above so, Planet Hollywood? No. This is how I do it. Morimoto's at the top, then Planet Hollywood's at the bottom. But then we have, like, Chicken Guy and Deluxe Burger. They're separate. They're, quick service is yeah. not the same as okay. signature service. We won't rate them against no. table service. We put them apart. <laughs> okay. They're on their own thing. Okay. I'd put Deluxe Burger over Chicken Guy. So would I. I've never had Chicken Guy. <laughs> chicken Guy was... I love... The variety of like sauces All and stuff. Sauces. I'd put Morimoto street food in the same competition yeah, as sure. Chicken Guy and Deluxe Burger. Well, and it's number one probably. Yes, because it was <laughs> amazing. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> Those ribs, they just yeah. you can't beat it. You, you know, you can get the ribs there. There's no, you can't beat it. Are are the ribs at Morimoto street food better than Nomad Lounge ribs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like without a doubt, hands yeah. down. They fall off the bone. You like you touch it and it melts. It's yeah. so good. No non-alcoholic drink in Disney Springs or elsewhere is better than the Nomad Lounge watermelon drink. Hear it <laughs> at Morimoto's um, thing. They have a, a slushy that I got to try. You would love it. It's kind of watermelony. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, it was a slushy that I mean. It, I tasted it. It tastes great. It tasted like good. the Who ocean and watermelon. McKenna. Me. I got it. Oh, I thought you just said you tried it. I did say I tried it, but okay. I drank all of it. <laughs> okay. <so. Yeah. laughs> That's one way said, of trying it. She said, the more I drink it, the more it tastes better. Yeah, it, so it just was getting okay. better and better the more it melted. All right. So, and you guys, that was the next day following the boathouse. Yes. You went to the street food because you wanted to get those ribs. Well, we wanted to go shopping in Disney Springs. Well, I know, yeah. I'm, but I mean... <laughs> and you, we spent money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you got egg rolls? So I got um, pork rolls. Egg Spring roll, rolls. Egg, egg rolls. Egg rolls. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, it was amazing. They were so good. I didn't want... I originally was going to put um, orange sauce on it. Yeah. And I ended up just eating it without because it wasn't dry. It was flaky. It was delicious, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, don't get the uh, Asian tamale though, because it's gross. Okay. Yeah. Good tip. So. 
Everything else was good. Yeah. At some point, we need to we need like a dry erase board. We need to put our ranking of Disney Springs. No, table I can't. service and quick service. We could adjust it as we go, but I'll, we're gonna have to return to Morimoto so Garrett can give it another shot. Yeah, arm right twisted. I'm in. No, you're not allowed to go. <laughs> Just what? Garrett. No, only Garrett goes ah. in, and he has to pay for it with his own money. Aha! Uh-huh. Wait. Table for one. Chicken nugget. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Boathouse, very good. Really enjoyed it. Very, very good. Um, you know, one thing we didn't mention is like lounges. And I think the reason we didn't is because in Disney Springs, there's a clear number one, and that's Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. But all, all, the, all the rest of them are playing for second place. Yeah. I just want to say. What? Are there other lounges? <laughs> well, I think Enzo's Hideaway is kind of a lounge. Yeah, um, but you get to order. No, it's not really because there's a whole restaurant. But what about uh, the Edison? I We haven't no, been we to haven't the Edison. Even, we've walked I, past it. I want to go to the Edison so bad. Yeah. It looks cool. There's the Isn't it like Stargazer? It's the Planet Hollywood Stargazer. It's like Stargazer Lounge or I something. I think that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there there are others, but... None of them are Jock Lindsay's. Yeah, Jock Lindsay's is Well, cool. we'll have to go to Edison and find out. Yeah. I do want to go to Edison. Raglan Road is a restaurant slash bar. Wait, isn't there like an underground area? That's Enzo's Hideaway. Enzo, okay. I want to go there. Yeah, it's so good. Hmm. The drink that I have. <laughs> the can't. food is fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up. Now, I think, we, you know, we've already had dinner, thank goodness, because we'd all be really hungry at this point. Oh, I'm hungry. So, <laughs> but um, I want to thank you all for listening to us once again. We enjoy interacting with you on the social media. So make sure you're following us at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. We have a Gmail, which is Monday Morning Monorail at gmail.com. Please. We will read your emails online if you send them to us please follow us and also please follow me follow me more (laughs) and also go to my youtube channel it's in my bio i'm not gonna say the name because you can't search it up it won't appear but just (laughs) please i need more please follow and subscribe i need more people yeah Coming soon, McKenna's Red Bull YouTube channel. Also, I would like to clarify, I do not hate the West Coast, and I am not sponsored by Red Bull. Oh, okay. So we're retracting the shade you threw at the West Coast. Would you like to say anything about Adina um, and the things you said about her singing Let It Go? No. Okay. Okay. Those those comments stand. That's. I mean, I just think they should be at Disneyland. Let me have Disney. I I want to live in Seattle. She's not rolling it back at all. Go to Disney World if you're over there. You said it backwards. Land. Wait, where am I? (laughs) What is this? West Coast. Seattle. While we try to locate McKenna. Help. We're gonna take a break. I would not like to retract my statement about penguins. I think they should stay in Antarctica. Okay. (laughs) But seriously, we love all of you. Hurt by the cold. Hashtag question mark? No. Hashtag hashtag facts. Hashtag love. Hashtag hashtag love wins. Hashtag hash brown. Hash brown. And come back next week. 
We'll do it again one more time. Hit me, baby, one more time. We're not going to force you to come back next week, though. We can't do that. We're not legally allowed to force you to do that. We invite you back. Thank you. And have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all.